Welcome to Girl About the Globe, a podcast for you, the solo female traveller. Empowering women to travel solo with maximum adventure, minimum impact. Welcome to another episode of the Girl About the Globe podcast. Today we are talking about reverse culture shock, so stay tuned. you're home your trip is well and truly over and you're left wondering if it ever really happened you've survived those bouts of homesickness and have been counting down the days to see your friends and family excited at being reunited but now you're back and the homewarming wasn't exactly what you expected your friends don't share the same enthusiasm and your family barely blinked through your slideshow everything feels a little bit too different yet it's all strangely the same So your hometown may no longer feel like home. There's no interaction with other cultures, no passing relationships with travellers. Everyday tasks can seem so mundane and boring. Friends and family are still the same and you may even wonder how you ever managed to live there before as you realise just how much you've changed. It's so normal to be feeling totally lost, confused and even a little bit out of touch. Well, the first things first, what you're feeling is completely normal and it actually has a name. It's called reverse culture shock. And it's scientific too. So remember those sights and sounds when you first arrive in a new country? They cause an overload of stimulation to your brain, so that excitement that you feel when you travel is actually your neurons firing on all cylinders at the amount of new sensations it's taking in. It's scientifically proven that when you return home, the euphoria that you felt wears off as your brain is working less. There's no need for it to soak in your environment or a new language because it's already been learned and it's also familiar to your brain. You already know the culture of your home country, so your brain doesn't have to learn new material and that's where the depression can start to sink in. But it does come in stages and the good news is that this initial stage is the worst one that you're going to face. So what can you do to get over the post-travel blues? You need to get those neurons firing again and recapture some excitement in your life. As much as it's really nice to connect with friends and family, you may feel that you need something a little bit more. Keeping your brain active and finding new ways of doing things, such as meeting new people or learning new skills, will help you to ease back into your life at home and also keep you from boredom when you do it. If you take all the things that you really love about travelling, the emotions or activity and apply it to home, maybe you discovered that you loved hiking and you want to get out into the countryside and explore or maybe you have a new passion for South Korean soap operas. Keep this part of your trip alive by introducing these into your new routine. Another tip is to find other travellers. You've just spent the last how many weeks or even months feeling like part of one big travelling community, so now you may feel completely alone. Rest assured that you're not the only one feeling like this. So find communities of other travellers who have just returned too. You can do this by joining a Facebook group such as our Girls About the Globe Facebook group and there are plenty of other Facebook groups out there. You could help other new travellers by becoming a travel helper within travel forums to pass on your expertise to others or join Couchsurfing as a host to meet other travellers as they pass through your door. You could also become a tourist in your own home. You've already spent months being one so there's no reason to stop being one just because you're at home. Chances are you've never really looked at your hometown or cities through a traveller's eyes, so now is a good time to start. Start with all the free things you can do, and remember those free walking tours that you used to love so much? You could even start doing your own. 
Recapture your travel memories. Do something constructive with your travel photos. You can make a scrapbook or a blurb book which processes your photos as a keepsake of your trip. You could start a Facebook group with a group of Australians that you met and share your pictures and stories or just listen to songs that you associate with your trip to get the feelings back again. Why not keep up your language skills by meeting others who speak Spanish too? Look for language meetings in your hometown or a conversation exchange online. You could even start learning a brand new language for your new trip. Do something to help someone. Volunteer in your local homeless shelter or look at other ways that you can devote all your new free time. Helping others makes you feel good about yourself and also puts your own worries into perspective too. You could get physical, sign up to a climbing group, go hiking or even dry skiing. Exercising is one of the best things you can do to get the endorphins going again and burn any excess weight that you may be carrying from eating too many empanadas. Take time to walk in nature, get on your bike or download an exercise app or a DVD that interests you and just get moving. Practice a positive mental attitude. Think of everything you are grateful for in your life for at least five minutes each day. Say thank you for all the people you met, all those memories you had and all the wonderful places that you went to. Take up meditation, listen to YouTube videos to help you process everything and feel calmer about being back. You could eat out unless you spend most of your time cooking in hostel kitchens. You're probably used to going out for dinner and sampling the local cuisine. Although there may not be a traditional Greek restaurant in your local vicinity, there will be others that you can try. Find your local Thai, Italian or Korean restaurant and go out to dinner to get those taste buds tingling again. You could even join a Thai cookery class or treat your friends and family to a new dish from the country you've just been to. There are lots of ways to help you adjust. You just need to get back out there and do things that make you tick and want to have fun. Even just hanging out at a backpacker's bar, going to your local quiz night or people watching in a coffee shop will help. If you really don't want to face anyone though, you could try watching documentaries on the countries that you travelled through or join a dating site to meet new people. How you would have changed. Although it may not seem it right now, there are some benefits to coming back home. Do you remember the ease of everything at home? You're back with people you know and who love you more than anyone. You're back in your own bed, in the driving seat of your own car, and you don't need to translate any words in your mind before you open your mouth to speak your native language. But the main benefit of being back is realising how much you've changed. Your outlook on life will be so different as you've absorbed different cultures and learned about the countries you have travelled to. You'll begin to see things in a different light and not sweat about the small stuff. You won't understand why everyone else is so uptight when your train gets delayed by five minutes after you've experienced buses breaking down for hours. You'll be less stressed and have the ability to sit and people watch for hours with the same coffee while wondering why others are racing around at top speed and in a constant hurry. But as much as you have changed, others around you haven't and friends and family may not be able to understand this new you and want to hold on to the old one. They may think that this is just a phase that you're going through and this could make you feel even more alienated than you already do. It's hard when you feel you have changed and everyone else has remained the same. So take some time alone to adapt to the new you. No one else would have known exactly what you've just experienced. So give yourself a huge pat on the back as you have just survived a trip travelling completely solo and you've realised just how rewarding and empowering it can be. Also, change is a very good thing. And who knows, you may even have qualified for a tax rebate if you've been out of the country for a few months.
things to watch out for when you do return from a trip is that you may still be buzzing from your trip, but there are things that you need to watch out for now that you're back. Number one is preaching too much to others about how great travel is and that they should leave their job and just get on the next plane and do it. Not everyone shares the same travel vision. Wanting to sell everything that you own and go and live in a tent permanently. Making decisions to get rid of everything when you get back may seem like a good idea. After all, you have survived with a small backpack for the last six months, but you may need your hairdryer or your jacket when the winter comes, so don't be too hasty yet. But if you now know that you have no need for your car and prefer to bike instead, then just sell your car and use the money to fund your next trip. Your palate may also have changed from all the exotic foods that you've tried. You may have the desire to throw hot sauce over everything, or you may need a little bit more spice in your curry. The Tex-Mex in your own country may not resemble anything that you've been used to in Mexico, and trying to find an empanada may seem literally impossible. Having too much time to yourself. You've probably spent your days with other travellers living in close proximity with people whom you connected with and had constant interaction, especially if you were staying in hostels. But not working Monday to Friday when you get back home is not the norm. And just because you have so much free time, it doesn't mean that your friends do. They have their own routines, so don't expect them to be able to take a day off just because you're at a loose end. Don't rely on your friends to fill your time. You may also not feel as independent as you did when you were on the road. You may have to rely on friends or family to put you up or give you lifts to places. Just remember that this is temporary and you'll soon be back on your feet when you have a job and a place to live again. And it will get better. Reverse culture shock does hit most of us when we come back from a trip. Creating a life for yourself back home isn't easy. It's all about balance. You may feel that you're never going to adjust to life back at home and that you've been on the road for just too long to slip back into a normal reality. But these feelings will get better over time. The last stage of reverse culture shock is gradually adjusting to life back at home and soon your normal routine will become more comfortable. The human mind is more adaptable than you think, but if being back home really isn't for you anymore, then start looking for a job, start a saving plan and get planning for your next trip, no matter how big or small. I hope that this episode has helped you if you've just returned from a trip and you're feeling reverse culture shock. Reach out to girls in our Girls About the Globe community and just share your concerns and help share your tips to someone who's looking to go to the same country that you've just come back from. Thanks for listening to the Girl About the Globe podcast and I'll see you soon for another podcast episode. Thanks for listening to our Girl About the Globe podcast, making solo travel easier for you. Find everything that you need for your solo travels at girlaboutheglobe.com And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.